You're listening to the Batuta Advocates Weekly News Wrap on Desert Rock FM 96.5. Welcome back to the Batuta Advocates Weekly News Bulletin. Noisy news cycle, I'm aware. We'll try and avoid discussing it too much today. We'll leave that to the rest of the media swine that are currently following our Prime Minister and the uh, opposition leader around the country, trying to ask them trick questions and trying to create viral social media videos. Uh, yeah, we'll leave it to the real professionals. My name's Clancy Overall, editor of the Tudor Advocate. I'm joined today by editor-at-large Errol Parker and cadet journalist Wendell Hussey. How are you all? I'm all right, mate. Look, I tend to agree with you. These eager-to-please young journalists going out there and trying to get their time in the sun with their gotchas, you know, a little bit of Twitter fame where... You know, it's sad to see journalism regress to the point where you just want to see someone in a 2014 Hilux with a five poster on it, just leave it in third and drive straight through a press pack. Yeah, strong emotive language, but I feel a lot of people would be feeling that way. Yeah, look, no, I'm all right. Uh, A little bit fatigued. Quite um, graphic imagery there about uh, what could happen to our... Political journalists. Well, you're lucky, class. mate. You're lucky, mate. You're a young journalist with a safe job. You don't mm. have to worry about this rapidly syndicating Australian media with all the jobs thinning out at the bottom, thinning out at the top. You know, the way it's going, there'll only be about 20 journalists left in this country. And for the kids on the trail, I mean, the only thing they can do is, as Errol pointed out, build a Twitter profile by uh, making an absolute fool of themselves and... Uh, and the politicians. And the, and the politicians they're interviewing and yeah. um, totally uh, hijacking the news cycle. But that's just the world we live in today. Our commercial media networks are owned by a bunch of old codgers who really weren't ready for the internet. And it's really affecting our democracy. But uh, the Batuta Advocate remains strong and we'll keep reporting news, fair and balanced, as authentic as the salt on the sunburn earth that surrounds us here in the Western Queensland Channel country. What's the first news story up today, Wendell? Well, we'll start off with probably the biggest talking point of the week, which came from the news breaking out of the Reserve Bank of Australia. Interest rates went up for the first time in 12 years. And we've got a response to that from here in the Channel Country. It's it's out of the mouth of a local baby boomer who says that young people need to toughen up because he once paid 17% interest on his mortgage for a home that did cost less than a RAV4, but he wasn't banging on about that. Yes, 69-year-old Kenneth all has had enough of this sooking and whinging, despite the fact that at least 300,000 Australians are at risk of defaulting on their mortgages in the near future. Kenneth reckons the interest rates are just a part of life. Yeah, well, he had to pay 17% interest, believe it or not, on a three-bedroom house back in the day. That house did only cost a year's wage back then during a time when education was free and well-paying jobs were plentiful. But Big Ken reckons he's had it tough, and these millennials need to roll up their sleeves and have a crack like he did. You kids just don't know how to save, said Kenneth, who's seemingly forgotten the fact that it's currently impossible to find a two-bedroom freestanding property in any major Australian city for less than $1 million in 2022. But that's not his issue, and it's certainly not our politicians' issue either heading into the federal election. He did actually get a little bit of sympathy from a local millennial, Elton Muscada, who commented on this story saying, Man, imagine climbing two mountains, fighting four packs of wolves, and going through a rain of glass shards every single day, and then having to pay 17% interest on a mortgage on top of that from the generation that walked backwards to school. Well, mate, it's thirsty work to dodge a draft. And what's up next? Well, the fallout on a national level and a panicking Rupert Murdoch has actually ordered his editors to ignore the rate rise completely and go back to that Anthony Albanese employment gaffe from about four weeks ago. 
Yeah, obviously the interest rate rise has put the fear of God into every over-leveraged Australian around the country, but it's also given a billionaire a bit of a fright too. Yes, it has. It spooked poor old Rupert Murdoch, who's now realising that the average citizen's life might not be as comfortable as it was a couple of years ago, which is obviously quite a threat to the party that he has chosen to win the federal election. So with that, he's ordered all of his editors and heads of production across the country to start getting serious and hash up all the gotcha questions they can think of, as well as rerunning Anthony Albanese's employment rate gaffe from a month ago. Exciting times. Now, let's leave the politics behind and we'll move on to a more human story from here in town. A local woman has revealed that she's been annoyed to discover that eating well and exercising actually does improve her mood. Yes, a frustrating shock for Batuta Heights woman Cleo Upton, who this week learnt that all those self-righteous health experts and self-appointed life coaches like her grandma were actually right. She said a bit of a cleaner diet, a few less weekend blowouts, and a bit of exercise, and eight hours sleep a night has sharply improved how she is feeling. Sounds like Cleo needs to uh, discover my old friend alcohol. However, while it is sunshine and green smoothies, a frustrated Cleo says she'll never be able to actually admit this uh, new Nirvana to her nana or healthcare professionals because she's just, you know, can't give them the satisfaction. So she's just going to keep plowing on with the health regime in secret. I don't know, Cleo. Just tell your grandma. It'll make her happy. Let's finish up with some sports news. And we've got a report here which says that there is not much of a fucking vibe in Newey right now. Not much of a vibe at all. Of course, talking about the impact the struggling Newcastle Knights have had on the town. Yeah, and a bit of context to this one. In previous years, the Knights have really shot out of the blocks at the start of the season and chalked up some good, strong wins. That's led to fans in coal country feeling ecstatic about their team and having high hopes for the year ahead. However, this year it's been the opposite, with the sputtering Knights getting towed up each week including a very embarrassing 50-2 to two thumping at the hands of the Melbourne Storm. Not what you want on a Sunday afternoon up there in Newcastle. No, but the Newcastle Jets did have a draw this week, so I guess they're starting to turn things around up there. They scored more points, the Newcastle Jets, than the Newcastle Knights, which, for anyone who knows anything about sport... I think they did, but... Uh, what a look, difficult feat. Mate, it's arguably uh, the most damaging storm, this one from Melbourne in the region since the one that pushed the Pasha Balka up onto the beach. So that's resulted in a bit of a loss of vibe, as you can imagine, in this steel city. Uh, It's very, very glum there at the moment, heading into winter. Mm. Because I think the thing was, a few years ago, when they were winning wooden spoons, all their fans were expecting them to be shit. But now they've actually got a lot of good players. It's quite frustrating. But as a West Tigers fan, two weeks is a long time in rugby league. Who knows where we'll be? I guess this is just what happens when when your entire club and uh, all the players spend about a month trying to figure out which club the fullback will move to next year. It turns out Kalen Ponga is staying, so everyone can shut up and focus on playing football. There you go. Wise words from Clancy Overall. Let's hope it turns the club around. And that's all we've got time for this week. Have a good weekend. Bye-bye. Have fun. Hooroo. Hooroo.